From St David's to St Florence for Pembrokeshire. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio News. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. Milford Haven's Torch Theatre has announced that due to ongoing COVID restrictions, performances of Cinderella have had to be cancelled. From Monday, December the 27th to Friday the 31st, all performances of Cinderella have been cancelled. A statement on the theatre's website said it was not viable to continue the show under the current conditions. Following ongoing concern about the Omicron variant, it is with huge regret that as from Monday the 27th to Friday the 31st December, all performances of Cinderella have been cancelled. Under the new Welsh Government guidelines and the reintroduction of social distancing measures from Sunday the 26th of December, set against the high volume of tickets sold, it's no longer viable for us to continue with the show in this period. All performances of Cinderella up to the end of Friday the 24th of December will go ahead as planned and are unaffected by the new regulations. The Torch says the box office team will be in touch with ticket holders for the affected events. The original factory shop in Haverford West has raised funds for Pembrokeshire's charity Get the Boys a Lift. Shop staff put together a chocolate hamper to raffle off just before Christmas and they also raised funds by selling bags, took donations in store and encouraged customers to swipe their club cards for the mental health charity. The money will be used to provide invaluable counselling sessions locally. We'd like to say a huge thank you to all of our customers at the original factory shop who have swiped their club cards, bought a shopping bag or made a donation in store, said store manager Emma Charles. Thanks to your generosity, we've been able to make a donation to get the boys a lift. A Pembrokeshire pub has closed until further notice due to coronavirus. The old Coach House pub in High Street, Fishguard, announced on Tuesday, December the 21st it was closing its doors to the public from 6pm that evening and that the pub's owners and the majority of staff were isolating. A further announcement on social media on December the 22nd said it's with deep regret that we are closing the pub until further notice due to circumstances beyond our control. Our main priority is that our customers and staff stay safe and well. We will keep you updated as to when we are able to reopen. We wish all our friends and customers a safe and Merry Christmas. The new Welsh Government Covid restrictions have also disrupted some sporting events, including a charity rugby match due to be held at Narboth on Saturday. A statement on the Facebook page of Narboth RFC said, With the latest proposals from the Welsh Government, Narboth Seconds charity match has been cancelled and will now hopefully be played on Easter Saturday. Table service and no crowd make it unrealistic for the game to be held on Boxing Day. The auction will also now be moved to Easter Saturday, when hopefully we will have a full house of merry supporters looking to bid. We still hope to draw the raffle on Boxing Day in the club, but numbers are restricted, so if possible, book a table. The club will be open for the Blues versus Scarlets game, which will be shown live at 3pm in the clubhouse. A massive thanks to all the people who have donated prizes and helped organise the auction, etc. Wishing all our supporters, sponsors, committee, players and staff a very Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy New Year. David Powers Police is investigating a burglary that occurred overnight on Tuesday the 21st and Wednesday, December the 22nd at a farm in North Pembrokeshire. A number of Makita power tools, a yellow and black trials bike and an engine-driven pressure washer were stolen from the property with an estimated total value of £6,500. Anyone with information that could help officers with their investigation is asked to report to David Powers Police on 101. And finally, from me, Kim Thomas, the rest of the news team and everyone else at Pure West Radio, we wish you a very happy and healthy Christmas Day. Pure West Radio.
girl, just say not sorry, but I wish you the best And I don't hold no grudge, just promise this ain't a test We okay, we okay
Second Chance Sunday. Thank you for tuning in and keeping me company. Now, we've just listened to Starlight by the Superman Lovers and uh, Heartbreak Anthem by Galantis, David Guetta and Little Mix. And I'm quite liking that, you know. I'm really liking that, in fact. Uh, Thank you for joining me, like I said. Now, I have got uh, three interviews that we're going to listen back to today. Three! A whole three! And I've picked three from through the year. So I've got one from November time, one from March and one from August. So we're going to start with the one from... uh, November, I think. I think we'll work backwards. And that was when we spoke to the pupils and teachers of Castle School and they took a very cold dip at Broadhaven for a charity fundraiser. Let's find out why. Follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Search for Pure West Radio. Well, every year we pick um, a local charity to fundraise for and this year we've picked the RNLI and the money will specifically be used in Pembrokeshire. So today we asked uh, the pupils from year 9, 10, 11 and 6 form to uh, run into the cold water of Broadhaven Beach, have um, a quick dip, even though they made it a very long dip, um, and raise lots of money for the RNLI. We've raised around a thousand pounds. That's a really great amount of money for such a great cause and um, I was just so surprised that we managed to raise so much and by doing such a fun event and all dressing up and having a bit of fun. I've technically drawn on different shaped moustaches and beards and unibrows and any type of facial hair on everyone um, to get them in the mood for such an amazing cause. With such all the coastline around here and the sea being a big thing in Pembrokeshire, I think we just thought it was a great thing just to support our local charities and helping us stay safe in the waters. Preferably a wetsuit with wetsuit boots and gloves, just anything that will keep you warm and you're good. I would say run in and do it as quickly as possible and get some friends and family and just try and have a laugh with it. Obviously there's so many stations around Pembrokeshire, um, it's easy to drop down, um, donate there, and they have a good shop and stuff. West Radio. Enjoy learning something new? Want to learn Welsh? Shemai? Shuduti? Doing hoffi dusky kamarai. Learning online is easier than you think. You can learn Welsh in your garden. You can learn Welsh from your kitchen. You can learn Welsh from your lounge. You can learn Welsh from your spare room. You can learn Welsh sat next to your dog. Friendly tutors are there to help you learn and to make sure you have fun doing it. And the best part is, you can now do it from home. There's plenty of help available. The tutors are great. I'm enjoying learning Welsh. It's the most satisfying thing I've ever done. Just go cymraeg gyda 
with 50% discount for beginners, what are you waiting for? Just sign up. Visit learnwelsh.com for full details. Let's hear it for Vision Arts Wales! Pembrokeshire's newest centre for performing arts, bringing the West End to West Wales. Offering opportunities to perform in plays, musicals, concerts and even in TV and films. Maybe you want to develop your skills in our masterclasses and workshops in everything from dance, singing and acting to costume making and stage management. Vision Arts has something creative for everybody aged 5 to 105. So find that spotlight and join us today by visiting visionartswales.com. At KO Carpets, you know quality is assured. We've been your local family-run business for over 40 years. We're widely recognised as Pembrokes' leading supplier of domestic and contract flooring. We provide full end-to-end service, free measures and estimates, free delivery and free fitting by our professional team of highly skilled fitters. Come and see us at Vine Road, Johnston, or drop us an email, sales at kocarpets.com. We're a knockout at flooring. Car trouble again? At OC Davis Roundabout Garage Nayland, we like to keep it simple. Offering you service plans from just under £10 a month. From affordable used cars to 0% finance. Not to mention, nil advance payment on the mobility scheme. You can guarantee you'll get more for your money. Put the pedal to the metal and get the most out of your motor. Call 01646 600858 or go online to ocdavis.com. Listen online at purewestradio.com. Well done to all at Castle School, but you know, I have to say, you're all a little bit crazy. Why would you want to get in the sea in November? I mean, I know Toby did as well, and he's completely crazy, and I know a few people who do some sea swimming, and uh, you know what? They are. They're all a little bit insane. But that's okay. That's that's why they're my friends. <laughs> so, the next interview we're going to listen back to is from back in August, when Toby spoke to Jonathan Clark and Dean Flood. Now, uh, they are part of the FOIA project, and that is all about battling homelessness in Pembrokeshire so uh, we'll take a listen back to that then we're going to have a little bit of Ava Max with So Am I and Rachel Patton with Fight Song follow Pure West Radio on Facebook search for Pure West Radio quarter to 12 on this Thursday morning with me Tobes and I've been lucky enough to meet a whole bunch of stars and uh, two of them are Jonathan Clark and Dean Flood and they join us uh, here on the show this morning as the work that they do is just simply fantastic uh, Dean and John, thank you ever so much for, for joining us here this morning. Really appreciate your time. Thank you for having us. Thank no. you very much, Toby. My my absolute pleasure. Uh, well, John, we, we met a couple of weeks back now as you, you had this very exciting uh, foyer project uh, coming uh, to fruition, which uh, we'll talk about in, in a few moments. Um, I mean, can you give us a bit of background, first and foremost, about Pembrokeshire Care Society? I mean, what is that? And I mean, we're going to come on to this, the big one. Homelessness in Pembrokeshire, sure, it's not, it's not a problem, is it? Mm, that's a, a common misconception, yeah. So, um, Pembrokeshire Care Society started roughly in 1979, uh, also known locally as Pembrokeshire Action for the Homeless, or PATH. And effectively, we provide support to uh, those who are homeless or at risk of homelessness. So, um, we have sort of three main streams to our organisation. So, we have the advice and bond team who provide housing advice, 
debt guidance, crisis intervention and bond support. Uh, we have our supporting people element who uh, it's a sort of a floating support uh, and we're able to make sure that our clients are tenancy ready and help prevent homelessness with the, with them and help them maintain their current tenancies. And then we've also got the pathway lettings element, which is a social letting agent. So although we provide the initial support, we've also got that element that we can hopefully use our letting agent to find accommodation that is suitable for them and, and potentially accommodation uh, for some of our clients, it's quite difficult to come across because of challenges they have in their personal lives that your, your usual agencies are unable to accommodate. So uh, we've got some great landlords in that respect who, who, who obviously are able to provide properties for us in that respect. I mean, accommodation as it is anyway is, you know, in, in, in huge short supply in Pembrokeshire yeah. right now for, for various different reasons. But then trying to, you know, find accommodation for someone that's homeless must be incredibly difficult at times. Yeah, it is. Um, and like you said, the challenges we have at the moment with the lack of accommodation makes it uh, even more great. Um, as an organisation, and we'll talk a little bit more about it now, we, we've got an idea of uh, creating something called a FOIA, um, which we've had some national lottery national lottery funding to, um, to put a pro project plan together to hopefully end the cycle of homelessness. Um, and... You know, as we've said earlier, people in, don't believe there is an issue of homelessness in Pembrokeshire. Uh, they see the beautiful beaches, the lovely, you know, the lovely landscape. But in reality, just because you don't see homelessness on the streets as you would in an urban area, that doesn't mean that it's not going on. And something that really is a big challenge within Pembrokeshire is hidden homelessness. So sofa surfing and overcrowding and, and people staying in a place that, that isn't their own and isn't safe. So, I mean, so, so, staying at people's houses, you know, as you said, so, sofa searching, uh, just sleeping in the spare bedroom. I mean, you don't really think about that as being, you know, homeless. You, you just sort of picture someone on the streets begging. Um, but this is a real issue, isn't it? I mean, this is happening right now that people don't have a, their own roof over their head and, and they are effectively homeless. Exactly. And as, as we said, you know, I think Pembrokeshire has roughly sort four or five rough sleepers at any one time um so again it doesn't appear to someone walking around Pembrokeshire as, as an area that there is a, an issue however this hidden homelessness aspect is a massive thing and we have clients that we help obviously through our, through our own services as well as um we work very closely with the local authority as well um, but in reality, we only know of a, a, probably 45% of, of, of those that actually are homeless or at risk. There's those people that don't reach out to us because they might not even identify themselves as homeless that we, we need to sort of tap into to be able to provide those services and, and give them the support that they need. And I think this is what is exciting about the, the, the FIRE project, because it's, it's set to, to really combat that. And, uh, John, you know, your, your project officer, so this is, this is your, your, your baby, really. I mean, what will it do and how will it help these people in need? I think, so we don't believe, you know, we're, we're realistic about it. The FIRE itself isn't going to eliminate homelessness in Pembrokeshire. However, it will give young people a chance um, where they, they've really been struggling. So it'll give them a safe place. Um, we're looking to give education and support through that and possibly employment um, opportunities as well. So, you know, there's there's a lot that will come with this 
as well as some of the other services that we're going to look to provide as part of the, the project. Um, you know, people find themselves homeless for all kinds of reasons. Um, it's not just a case that they've done something wrong in their life and they, you know, they deserve that sort of element, you know. It could be that the landlord's looking to sell the property. Um, it could be that they've lost a job. It could be that they have health issues, they've had a relationship breakdown, all really common things that happen in people's lives. That it can happen to anyone. And that's the key, key message we want to get across today. It's not... You know, it, it, it can be anyone. It could be someone who's in the best paid job going, but if they have a relationship breakdown, they might not know where to turn. Yeah, you, you never know when this sort of thing might affect you, a loved one. I mean, we uh, catch up with Patch on a monthly basis. And, and you know, the big message from Tracy there is, you know, just some of the people that walk through the door, you would never in a million years think they'd have to use a food bank. The same applies here. You just don't know when you might end up uh, homeless. Um, Dean, I mean, you're one of the volunteers um, here. Uh, why did you want to, to get involved with, with this project then? Well, I've actually worked in primary education in Pembrokeshire schools for the last 24 years and, you know, come across and work with uh, thousands of children and their families and obviously help them with challenges. And, uh, you know, you can see the cycle really quite early on that, uh, you know, homelessness can affect anybody. But, um, you know, there's some sort of early indicators you can get in schools. And I was really keen, you know, when I got involved with the Pembrokeshire Care Society to sort of, Add my experience. Say, yeah, well, let's let's get back to the early prevention. Can we do things at an early stage? You know, to sort of set the way. So, so rather than just being, you know, crisis management when a person finds themselves homeless, you know, could we be there earlier? Could could we put in steps before? And you know, it's a real passion of mine. You know, like John, we both grew up in Merlin's Bridge. We're Pembrokeshire people. We really care about our community. We love our community. There's so many positive things about it. But it was a surprise to me when I realised, you know, the scale of hidden homelessness, because like John mentioned, you know, it's easy to confuse homelessness with just rough sleeping. And it's not very common in Pembrokeshire. You know, it, it increases in the summer because you tend to have people coming down to areas in the south of the county and you'll see a few more rough sleepers. But uh, the hidden homelessness issue, I was, to be honest, I was astounded. You know, we're talking hundreds and hundreds of young people who are in that position. And many of them... They don't even want, they don't want to admit it or they don't even feel that they are homeless, but they yeah. are. Yeah. This is the biggie, isn't it? I'll never forget, John, when we met a few weeks ago, when you said that, you know, 483 young people had come forward um, and that was age 16 to 24. You know, I mean, that that's a staggering amount of people when you think the population of of Pembrokeshire. So this project is needed, you know, it, it is needed um, to help support these these young people. So, so the word fire, the meaning, where, where did that come about then, John? Um, so I think it's a, a French concept, but effectively it's a building that provides safe uh, and secure accommodation. And as we've mentioned, um, we believe that having one of these set up in Pembrokeshire gives us the opportunity to to help uh, young people who, you know, as Dean said, have had these tough life experiences um, where they, they have found themselves homeless for whatever reason. So we can give them a safe place where they can feel secure. And then they can concentrate on the other aspects of their lives, such as employment opportunities, um, life skills that they, they might not have been uh, accustomed to previously. And, you know, we want to, while they're in the foyers, they will have lots of support. We've, uh, um, we've mentioned that we have lots of partners. It's not just us. 
we might be the face of the project. But uh, we had a really positive partnership meeting yesterday. Uh, I think about 20 of our partners in attendance talking about how in different aspects we can help those people who are finding themselves homeless. And that's not just young people. We also want to help people of all ages who find themselves homeless within Pembrokeshire. But there's so many good organisations throughout the county and we're trying to sort of all come together to the goal of trying to end that cycle of homelessness. It's a great goal. And, and you know, I can real feel the, the, the ambition behind you guys. And this is why, you know, we, we want to support this here. Uh, POS Radio and, and, and let everyone know about it. So, so ideally, where would where will this be based, uh, John? So uh, we have basically we've been looking at data to give us some to give us the true reflection of where it's needed. So um, a lot of data um, based on where clients are presenting as homeless from um, through our own organisation, also with uh, the local council and uh, Haverford West was was the area that came up um, more often than not. Um, there are other areas that there are issues with homelessness throughout the county, but this initial pilot scheme, uh, we have the vision that although the lottery funding that we're looking to go for um, will help us set up this initial fire in Halford West, um, we have a vision that we may be able to have fires in various locations around the county to provide more support to those who need it. Um, but initially, Haverford West is, is the area that uh, most of our research has flagged up as being the best best place uh, based on where people are presenting, but also a lot of where our services are based already so that it, it's easier to bring those together. Great. And you know, another part of this is the, the outreach project as well. Um, so although you have your base in Haverford West, you know, other people can benefit from this uh, as well. What, what sort of work would that entail, Dean? Would you, would you be out and about as a volunteer? Would you be with a team? Would there be partners? How, how would it all work? Yeah, absolutely. It's about getting out into the rural areas because, you know, we, we feel that Pembrokeshire is unique, you know, when compared to perhaps other areas such as Swansea and Cardiff. And uh, every community's got its own story and it's got its own feel. So part of what we'll do will be about engaging with local communities as well, seeing what they need, but also seeing what they want, you know, getting those good public relations. We don't want this project to be a surprise and all of a sudden we're out working there in, uh, you know, in a satellite area or, you know, we're using the local hall. So, um as John mentioned, we, we worked with 20 partners yesterday and, you know, what really came across is the fantastic work already going on out there in Pembrokeshire. You know, there's, there's, there's a real sort of drive in Pembrokeshire, particularly with uh, COVID, to help others, to help others who need it. So we'll be accessing through uh, groups such as PADS, you know, the Pembrokeshire Association of Voluntary Services, uh, getting into community halls, church halls, uh, council buildings as well and we'll be setting up workshops uh, clinics health clinics there uh, whatever's needed in that local area and uh, our ambition is big because you know we're talking about a 10 million pound bid and we're we're actually going for a sizable stake of that so it's something you know in, in in monetary terms that can make a massive difference so we'll we'll be able to get out to all those areas in Pembrokeshire understand what they need and offer these services. And as John mentioned, they won't be only, you know, targeted at 16 to 25 year olds. You know, the foyers, yes, the foyer themselves will will house 16 to 25 year olds, but we'll be all ages out there as well. We want to bring, you know, the young and old generation together in community projects as well. 
And, uh, you know, we've worked with partners, half of West County have been on board, Wyndham Williams, fantastic support to us, Barry John at the VC Gallery, getting into the schools as well, getting the message out there. Um, that's how we see the outreach. And, uh, you know, it'll be using community venues that are already there. Let's build on the strengths we've got. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as a volunteer, I would see myself, you know, traveling around to those different sort of what we call sat satellite or hub locations and working with the, you know, the, the people who deliver in the services right there. And it will, for some people, it'll overcome those challenges of transport of maybe getting into half West for support. They could have it on their doorstep. Yeah. I mean, there is a, a real need for, for this project and uh, it's, it's exciting that hopefully this will come to fruition, you know, because people are in need and for this to cover the whole landscape of Pembrokeshire uh, I, I feel is is in in desperate need and you know I think uh, this this funding would be very well allocated to to for and the difference that you will be able to make uh, as a collective because as you said yes you guys are managing the project but bringing everyone together and, and making that that difference if anyone's watching this or listening now and thinking crikey maybe I am homeless or maybe my son or daughter a close friend or family is in need um, where can they go now, John? Who can they speak to? So the first thing I'd say is to give us a call, um, speak to one of our duty workers. Uh, the telephone number, which is a free phone number, is 0800 783 5001. Um, and you can speak to one of my colleagues who understand your situation and then be able to to give you the support and guidance that, that's needed, whether it be booking an appointment, speaking with the local council if you are street homeless, uh, whether we, there's a need to, to get you into some, some sort of temporary accommodation, um, but just give you the, the, the hopefully to, to give you a little bit of confidence that you, you've been listened to and that, you know, there is people here that can help. You never know when you end up in the dire straits of situations, uh, but at least we know we have these services available here in Pembrokeshire when we need them. Uh, it's been fascinating finding out about the great work that you both do, and uh, we look forward to hearing more about the FIRE project over the next couple of weeks here on Pure West Radio. Thanks ever so much for your time this morning. Thank you very uh, Jonathan much. Jonathan and Dean, it's, uh, it's been a pleasure having you on. Thanks, Toby, and thanks to all your listeners as well for the support. Absolute pleasure. I mean, what an exciting project this is. Do you ever feel like a misfit? Everything inside you is dark and twisted. Oh, but it's okay to be different. Cause baby, so am I. So am I, so am I, so am I. Can you hear the whispers all across the room? You feel her eyes all over you like cheap perfume. You're beautiful. Come pass me a liar. We're gonna leave them on fire. Where the sinners and the 
Pure West Radio. Live from our studios in Haverford West. Like a small boat on the ocean Sending big waves into motion Like how a single word can make a heart open I might only have one match But I can make an explosion And all those things I didn't say Wrecking balls inside my brain I will scream loud tonight Can you hear my voice this time? This is my fight song Take back my life song Prove I'm alright song My power's turned on Starting right now I'll be strong I'll play my fight song And I don't really care if nobody else believes Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me Losing friends and I'm chasing sleep Everybody's worried about me In too deep I say I'm in too deep And it's been two years I miss my home But there's a fire burning in my bones I still believe Yeah, I still charity and uh, if you think they could help you or maybe you know somebody who they may be able to help get in touch with them on facebook have a look through our facebook page and uh, you should be able to find all the information you require now the last the last interview i'm going to leave you with is one of my favorites from the whole year and it was back in march and uh, toby spoke to ethan and his mum samantha and ethan had managed to raise two thousand pounds
funds for uh, Macmillan Cancer Research. And do you know how he did that? Well, I'm going to let him tell you that. And then it will be time for me to go. So I will wish you a fabulous 2022, because when I speak to you next, we'll be 48 hours into next year. Next year? Oh, my goodness. So the last song I'm going to play is with a little help from my friends, from Joe Cocker, because you know what? We all get by with a little help from our friends, don't we? Live from our studios in Haverford West, this is Pure West Radio. The Valero Community Update on Pure West Radio keeps you updated with the various projects Valero are supporting in Pembrokeshire. From sports clubs, schools, charities and musicians to members of staff from Valero who volunteer their time. We hear about the latest community projects Valero do to support our community on the first Wednesday of every month at 10.15am only on Pure West Radio. If you miss it, catch up on the podcast at purewestradio.com. The Valero Community Update. Introducing MyPems, the online marketplace for independent sellers in Pembrokeshire. Looking to take the hassle out of marketing and selling your products online? Want to reach new audiences or customers whilst being part of a bigger community of local businesses and retailers? Then check out mypems.com. We're only a click away and could be the answer to taking the stress out of selling your products online. So whether you're a shop, an independent artist or maker, connect direct with customers and join a growing movement looking to buy locally at MyPems. For the perfect solution, contact Lillian and the team at mypems.com. Oh, farm ice cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Farm Ice Cream. Download the Pure West Radio mobile app from the App Store or Google Play. Good morning, that was Kesha with Die Young. Before that, we had uh, Pointer Sisters with Automatic. And one of my favourites, we had Whitney Houston with My Love Is Your Love. You're listening to The Early Breakfast Show. It's nearly half past seven. And because it's nearly half past seven, I am going to say good morning to Ethan and his mum, Samantha. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you both this morning? Um... A bit, a bit nervous. A bit nervous. So nothing to be nervous about. You're just live on Facebook with about 30,000 people. <laughs> no problem. But we are going to use Pembrokeshire because you are doing something fantastic. And we want the rest of the county to know exactly what you're getting up to. So I'm going to give a bit of a spoiler. But you're, you're doing something for the Little Princess Trust. Do you want to just, just explain briefly what you're doing? And then, then I'll ask about the why. Um, yeah, well, I'm growing my hair for the Little Princess Trust because um, kids who have cancer and go through chemotherapy treatment, obviously they lose all their hair. So I wanted to make a wig for the people 
who have lost their hair. Fantastic. And how long have you been doing this for? Um, just over two years now. Just over two years. And your hair is glorious. Like, I, I have to, I've, I've seen a picture of it before speaking to you this morning. It is fantastic. What was the trigger, Ethan? What, what was it two years ago that made you think, I'm going to do this for Little Princess Trust? Well, there was a couple of things, actually. Um, my grandma and my auntie Joanne both had cancer. And... Um, my auntie Joan didn't make it, so I wanted to make. I wanted to give something back to the people who had helped them when they needed it most. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's lovely. And like I, a lot of people might not know, I used to work for a cancer charity, so I know the impact that it that it has on the families. And two years ago, you would have only been. I say only. You're still quite. You're wise for your years, but you would have been around about that eight years old mark. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And so you would have grown up seeing your family and your relatives impacted by cancer. And th- th- can you describe that that feeling that it had for you? Um, well, I was quite little when my mum V had cancer and I never really got to know my auntie Jo. So I think with my mum V, it was more misunderstanding that got to me than actually knowing what happened. Mm-hmm. I was quite worried because I didn't really know what was happening. Yeah. And uh, now that you're that little bit older, you kind of understand what happened a little bit and you understand the the impact it can have on people, which is which is why you've you've made you've taken on this challenge yourself. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, two years ago, when you took on the challenge, how long was your hair? Um, very short. It was very short, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you took on this challenge. How long before it started getting to that stage where you're like, I have long hair now? Um, probably about just over half a year or so. Okay, so it's like a, a, a slow burn, as we all call it, where, yeah, I'm growing my hair, but there's nothing really to, to show for it. And then all of a sudden you get to that half year mark and it's like, oh, I've got hair. I need to look after it now. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. And uh, do, what kind of hair care tips have you got for people out there that have got long hair? I think definitely make sure you brush it twice a day and you do need lots of conditioner. <laughs> Don't scrimp on the conditioner. And your mum's next to you. Your hair is so like straight and sleek and your, your mum's there with the curly hair. But what, <laughs> what, what, what happened to the jeans there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Although, funny enough, when I was Ethan's age, I think my hair was very similar sort of wavy and very fine and it was only in my early teens it kind of went like this and back in the day we had no kind of products for frizzy hair (laughs) so it's a lot calmer these days but yeah yeah I think his hair might go a bit curlier the older he gets we'll see well yeah we will see but my niece is a very similar age to you Ethan and her hair was was straight and it started to to wave and and kink a little bit now (laughs) now you're fundraising alongside um growing the hair so growing the hair and having it cut and given to the little princess trust is one thing but you're also trying to raise some funds as well what what's your target um well my target's to raise two thousand pounds to give to macmillan um cancer research and so far i've raised one thousand eight hundred thirty pounds <gasps> you're so close it's like 170 pounds off yeah so now, i'm really happy 
Now, for people that are listening to this on the radio, this this video, this interview is going out live on Facebook right now. Their Just Giving link is on the page. So if you have any spare change, like anything at all, it all makes a difference. And talking to someone that's been in a, working in a charity environment as well, it really does go, go the way to help people affected by cancer. Um, and I'm just looking at some comments here, Ethan. I've got the video up on Facebook. So we've got uh, Helen is saying, that's amazing, Ethan. Um, she's asking, what will you miss or not miss about having long hair? I think I'll miss the fact that it's like, it keeps my head warm sometimes. <laughs> but um, I definitely won't miss the fact that it's always in my face when I'm playing football. Of course, if you're active and sporty, it's it's all over the place. Have you become quite good at doing ponytails and um, using headbands and things? I wouldn't say good. I'm not <laughs> more of um, the person for that. But I've got better. Okay. And of course, we haven't been in school this last year either when like the hair has gone really long. Do you think, like, are your friends aware of what's been going on? Have, um, um, like, do you have live lessons on video or how, how have your friends been? Um, yeah, they've actually been really supportive. I kind of expected at the start for some kids to think it was weird, but um, they're actually really supportive of me. So I'm really grateful for that. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, Hayley uh, is saying, this is amazing, Ethan. Well done. And Kathleen, this is a lovely thing to do. Well done. And I just want to talk to your mum for a moment. How, how proud are you of Ethan for, for taking this challenge on? Oh, I promised him I wasn't going to cry now. <laughs> Incredibly proud. I mean, he's always been a really special boy. Obviously, I'd say that anyway, I'm his mum, but he has. He's always had a very kind, caring um sort of empathetic nature so in many ways I'm not surprised that he's done something like this you know years ago he'd hear about charitable things or friends of ours were raising money and he'd go to his little pocket money jar and he'd, he'd give his pocket money to people and that's the kind of person he is so he, he's he's just wonderful but yeah I'm just incredibly proud that's fantastic <laughs> and of course there's one thing like when when children are growing up where they do those single things of like goodness and they, they all add up which is great but mm -hmm. this is this has been sustained over two years it, 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 this is a real commitment and it's a real perseverance to I want yeah. to achieve something for others and uh, Ethan I, I'm very proud of you and I've known you for all like 10-15 minutes and <laughs> it's I think it's brilliant um question time when is the big cut this Saturday actually so this I'm Saturday nervous, but I'm also really excited have you decided what haircut you're going to go for um well, for now, it's just normal because obviously the barbers are fully booked, so... Um, what was it you wanted? I really wanted some patterns shaved into the sides, so when the barbers have a slot, I am going to jump in there. So. I promise you, you could have whatever he wanted, whatever he wanted, because we've been waiting and we were going to do it before Christmas, and then we went into lockdown. Of course. So we literally, the hairdressers are just opening now, so they're all fully booked for the next couple of months and my hairdresser is doing it as a favour because he really wants to short so we're just going to have it tidied up for now send the hair into this trust and then in a month's time you can go and have all the funky pants you want, <laughs> you? that's fantastic that's um, a blessing in disguise though because if you did it before christmas how cold was january yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah I, th I think that timed very well for you um what, what, what kind of pattern would you have um well, my friend Aaron 
always goes for lightning bolts, so I think I would do the same. Nice. What, all the way around <laughs> or like one big lightning bolt above your ear? I think all the way around, actually. <laughs> nice. When it's I was like, your... I think I'll go home. <laughs> Yes. When I was your age, get, getting the tops of your hair highlighted was, was all the rage. I, 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 I was one of the first in my school. Um, Anna Jane is saying, well done, Ethan. You are amazing. And um, is, is there anything that either of you would, would like to say um, that, that, that I maybe haven't covered? Um, I'd just like to say thank you for all my supporters and um, people who have donated to this charity because it is a very good cause and I'm I'm really appreciative of that. Fantastic. And, and Mum? I, how do I top that? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when Ethan started this, his goal a couple of years ago, he said to me, Mummy, I'd like to raise a £1,000. And I, at the time I thought... Oh, I didn't. I didn't want him to be disappointed. You know, I thought that's a lot of money, and I didn't know if we would. But as I said to you earlier, you know, within 24 hours of him sharing it just with friends and family, we did that, and we were so overwhelmed with all the amazing comments and people's generous donations. Ethan just wanted to keep going, so that's why we've actually upped his target now to keep going because people have just been amazing. You know, from his little friends at school actually donating to him to you know family and even strangers and people it's been amazing so yeah thank you to everybody it's amazing because it's really easy when when you read the news and things to think that are oh, that, that the world actually isn't as nice a place as, as we maybe think it is and then you do something like this which involves wonderful individuals like yourself and everyone else that gets involved with the fundraising if they can't fundraise they they share the post and they tell their friends and family about it and we actually live in quite a nice place don't we absolutely, um, absolutely. And so to just to remind everyone that's listening or watching, your target's £2,000. You've raised 1830 already, so you're so close to that chequered flag. The haircut's on Saturday. Can we do it? And <laughs> last question, Ethan. Have you already lined up your next like challenge or fundraising event? <laughs> um, I'm that, no, actually, but... I think I'll be thinking about that this morning. Because <laughs> it's it's nice to have something to aim for, isn't it? Like, but partic- particularly during this last twelve months, where it's kind of been like, like, what, what else can I do? You shrug your shoulders, you do your live lessons. It's been nice to have that in the back of your mind that no, I'm doing something worthwhile. And uh, I really hope that that you find something else worthwhile. And it's just been. I look forward to having you as a guest, maybe in a in a, in a couple of months or a years time, and see what else you're getting up to. <laughs> Thank you. You are very welcome. Thank you so much for joining me on the Early Breakfast Show this morning. I know that you do have school today, um, but you're not going to be late. And um, he- hello to the school as well. Did you want to say hello to, to your to your friends whilst you're here? Um, hi. Um, <laughs> see you soon. Yeah. <laughs> see you soon. Thank you so much. We Thank have you. now got some thinking about your love from uh, Kenny Thomas and also Joel Curry and Emanika Head and Heart. In fact, Ethan, what's your favourite song? Um, I would say Something Big by Shawn Mendes. Shawn Mendes, Something Big. I'm going to play that before half past eight, as I know know that that you need to go. Something big. I'm making a note of it. There we go. In the meantime, it is Head and Heart. Thank you so much, Ethan. Thank you. Pure West Radio.
What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I will try not to sing out of key. Oh, baby, how
Unlike some other stations, we broadcast from Pembrokeshire to Pembrokeshire. This is Pure West Radio. Yay, Ethan, what an amazing thing to do. Cutting all your hair off like that, amazing. And £2,000 for Macmillan Cancer Research. A huge, huge well done from all of us from PWR. Because you know what? That one makes me smile every time I listen to it. Right, that's my time up, unfortunately, for another week. And I will see you 